What's up, RSL Nation, and welcome to your Scarf Live podcast post-match quickie. It's your boys Adele and nobody. My partner in crime, The Baker, is doing some international traveling over the next week or so, so it's a solo quickie. So just hear me out, stick with me. I want to talk to you about what just happened in New Jersey. It's technically New Jersey, even though we're playing New York Red Bulls. Also, at the end of the podcast, I'm going to talk a little bit about, uh, well, let's just face it, I need some help on Tuesday because the baker is out of town. And while I might be able to fill a few minutes of a post-match quickie by myself, would love some help on Tuesday. So if you're interested, listen in and I'll tell you how to contact me and Maybe we set up uh, something where you can join me for the uh, podcast on Tuesday. So let's talk about what just happened in New York. Well, New Jersey. Let's just say at New York. For those of you who might have listened to our Tuesday podcast of last week, you might have noticed that I was, excuse me, not Tuesday, Wednesday. This was right after the game in Montreal. I think you might have noticed that I, myself, personally, Adele, was pretty negative about the game. To the point of, I think, getting a few accusations that I'm not an RSL fan and I should look for a different team. Let me be clear with you. I understand what you're saying. Let me add to that. Criticizing your team in no way, shape, or form indicates that, that you don't love your team. If anything, it might mean the exact opposite. If you do not care enough to criticize them when criticism is warranted, there's a different problem. So what happened today? It's secondary, really. We lost this game at New York on Wednesday. There's a famous saying by Ron can't remember his last name, Ron from Parks and Recs. It says, don't half-ass two things, full-ass one. Excuse my French if anyone gets offended. That's what these two last games seem to feel like or seem to be like. It seemed to me like we started a half-ass team at Montreal on Wednesday. Tired out just enough guys to not be able to perform fully today. And then had, I mean, what I on paper, what looks like a decent lineup today with at least one major exception. And we ran out of steam. We completely ran out of steam. We lost steam. We lost concentration. We completely lost focus in the second half. And as a result, didn't just lose the game. We got completely embarrassed. 0 0 at half, but let's face it, it didn't look like it's a 0 0 half. As DJ rightfully said right after the game, it's not always that the stats, the post match stats, reflect the actual score on the field, but this is an exception because the, the stats reflected what happened on the field. We got outshot, outpossessed, out hustled, out everything. Absolutely everything. Completely lost focus, completely lost steam, completely lost 
any kind of concentration we might have had. It just was ugly, man. It, it was ugly. Nothing worked out. Now, let me get back on my soapbox for just a second, yes? On Wednesday, I said we're going to lose this game. Not because of anything else other than we are trying to get two good results or decent results in two away games. Where I think, and I think a few agreed, we should just focus on winning the more winnable game and treat the other one as a bonus. I thought from the get-go the more winnable game was at Montreal on Wednesday, not at New York today. Just my opinion, just my two cents. It just seemed more winnable. Now, let's say Mike Petke doesn't agree with that and he thinks at New York is more winnable. And you know what? I'm not even gonna throw in there this notion that Mike Petke wanted some kind of revenge in New York, which would just piss me off. Awesome, you want revenge? Great. Do it in a way that does not lose us points. Valuable, extremely valuable points that could come back and bite us in the butt at the end of the season. Because how many times, how many times over the past five or ten years was the seeding in the playoffs determined by a few points? There were years when we didn't make the playoffs because of a point or two, at least one year, about three years ago, I think, two or three years ago. And how many years is does one point determine whether you finish fourth or sixth? Second or third? You want your revenge? Awesome. My favorite coach in the country. Get your revenge, man. Do it in a way, if you can, that doesn't jeopardize us gaining points. Alright? And it seemed to me that he kind of wanted the game on Wednesday in Montreal and kind of really wanted the game today, but couldn't decide which one. So maybe we should have just started a completely B or seed squad on Wednesday and play our best players today. Or maybe we start our best players on Wednesday, get those points, see who's healthy today and start the game. Anyways, this is a little bit of a soapbox I was on on Wednesday. If you want to hear about an hour of it, <laughs> go back and listen to the last podcast from last week. Well, earlier this week on Wednesday. Now, to the lineups. There was just one super major decision in the lineup that I cannot, cannot wrap my head around. Lennon starting on the right side. Before you misunderstand me, let me rephrase or let me add to the story. I love, love me some Brooks Lennon's. Brooks Lennon's. Brooks Lennon. Love that guy. Hustles, runs, is fast, is quick. Did he have a good game today? No. No, he didn't. But when you have a healthy Toya and a healthy Herrera, Lennon has no place in the starting 11, at least as an outside back. Herrera is an awesomely skilled player, a great outside back on the right side. 
there's a significant drop between in skill set and level and capability for some reason and if you go back a few months and and if you've been following us for quite a while you will see this is a complete 180 on my perspective on herrera because i thought herrera was a really good right back excuse me left back until i saw toya play left back and then i saw how much better herrera played on the right outside back if you have a healthy toya and a healthy herrera Lennon has no business being in the starting 11 as a as an outside back none no business in it whatsoever now it's one player it really is that's the only that's the, if I was coaching and I'm not and if you were coaching you can make your own decisions but I think that would really be the only one I would have I mean uh, that didn't make sense to me however however it's a big one we don't need to nitpick too much. Maybe we do that on Tuesday. But that first own goal, that's suspect. That first own goal is a, a deflection of Herrera as he's trying to go in with his left foot, his much, much weaker foot. Does a player whose dominant foot is the left foot clear that better and that ball never even ends up in a place where it can bounce into our own goal as an own, as an own goal i don't know i don't know i just don't i i think it would be better if that hadn't happened i would think a, a, a left foot dominant player would have done better in that very particular situation at a very particular time it made no sense to me why Lennon was starting over Herrera on the right and then Herrera starting on the left and then Toya on the bench. The only thing that makes any sense is the Wednesday game, right? The Wednesday game had Toya start, which again make, means we're half-assing two games instead of just full-assing one game. It made no sense to me. So all I'm saying here is, yes, I was extremely critical on Wednesday. Extremely critical on Wednesday. And I'm going to continue to be critical when these things happen. I love this club. We love this club. Sometimes these things don't make any sense. And yes, to carry on and continue on from Wednesday's episode, I would love some answers. Give me some answers. Why are we trying to field half teams on two occasions? And yes, by that I do include that some guys are playing both games. But why not just play a full team and try to win the more winnable game and then treat today as a bonus? As a result, two games on the road, on the East Coast, zero, uh, six goals conceded, one goal scored. Did anyone stand out today? No, I don't think so. This, maybe, despite conceding four goals, Nick Romano might have been our best player. How sad is that? Without some standard by now, because we're used to them, Nick Romano heroics, this could have been 7-0. Easily. Easily 7-0. I thought Bofo had some really good plays, some really good moves. I thought the defense was horrendous. I mean, the own goal happens. 
on that second goal. What are we doing? Just hanging out? What are we playing zone defense? I have no idea what's happening there. Who's to blame? Silva? Nedum? I have no idea. But it did not look good. Lennon did not look good. Sam Johnson was almost non-existent up front. Nobody looked good. Even Hefferson did not look good. You want to hear the good news though? We got a little bit of time off and guess who's next? LAFC. Then we got, I think, Vancouver and Kansas City. It gets tougher from here. It gets a lot tougher from here. This was an opportunity to steal three points on a road out of two games and we didn't. We simply failed, which is absolutely disappointing after the three really good victories that we had in a row. So, while I'm saying all of this, I would love to be able to not get carried away too much either. Doesn't sound like it. I know. You know what I'd love us to do? Our next game is LAFC Open Cup. I think this should be possibly, potentially, maybe pretty pleased the year when we start taking the US Open Cup serious. We have LAFC coming to Rio Tinto. If we're not going to take it serious this year in this situation, when are we? Year in and year out, we absolutely don't seem to care about it. And year in and year out, some third-class team makes the Champions League through the Open Cup. Maybe, maybe this is the year we take it serious. Now we're getting on a tangent. So tell you what, since this is a quickie, post-match quickie, and this is a solo, I'm going to wrap it up right now. On Tuesday of next week, I'm going to try to put on a uh, full-length show, podcast. Uh, and like I said, uh, Mr. Baker, the Baker, will not be back yet. So I'll tell you what. I know we have a few passionate listeners out there and critics. Love the critics. I'd love to get some of you, uh, one of you, two of you, as many of you as you would like. If you're free, Tuesday night, evening, say about between 7 and 8, let me know. Send us a DM through either Twitter or through the Facebook, and let's chat. We'll set up something, maybe some kind of a Google Hangouts or something, record the whole thing, throw it up on the internet. Anyways, RSL Nation, it's a disappointing Saturday. Didn't go well. These are the ups and downs we sign up for. But let's just keep going. Nowhere to go but up, baby. Have yourself a good day, good night, good morning, depending when you're listening to this. And catch us on the flip side when we do a full episode of the Scarf Live podcast next week where we'll discuss the match that just happened, Wednesday's match, kind of the form we're in, as well as our upcoming matches, including the Open Cup, including some of the call-ups that just happened. Uh, and uh, take it from there. Have yourself a good evening.